I'm Michael Worth, and this is the All Walks of Art podcast, a lounge-like pub-style drinking show for creatives and artists from all walks of life. Find a comfy chair, pour your favorite beverage, and enjoy the show. I've been a practicing stoic for several years now, and when I was thinking about what to share today, I felt like it was a no-brainer to ask, what can stoic philosophy teach us as creatives? Therefore, today's episode is about discussing this ancient philosophy and what it can do to help us in our creative endeavors. But before we get into it, allow me to introduce the perfect co-host for today, my brother from another mother, the Mac to my cheese, the Ernie to my Bert, and my friend, Mr. Paul Ramey. How are you, buddy? Hello, Michael. <laughs> that was just creepy. So uh, I decided to get something a little strange today. Now we've we've had a photo, whoa for everybody listening. We had a photo shoot before the show started, and uh, that was kind of fun. We, I, well, yeah, we drank some whiskey, a little bit, a little, 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 little Jim Beam loosen up. Thought I'd try a cigar that was a little different for me, that was cheaper, and through the drive-through, which was, cool. a, was a big mistake. I, oh. I'm not even gonna mention what it was, but it was just they're not good. You didn't like it, huh? No, I didn't. Uh, or is it just because you're like a snob? Probably. With everything. It's Probably. Be. Speaking of snobs, this is the perfect beer for beer snobs. Oh, so if you're listening and you like beer, this is Founders Backwoods Bastard Bourbon Barrel Aged, 11%, kick you in the face kind of a drink. I love it. And it's got uh, Gandalf with an axe on the cover of it. That's kind of cool. <laughs> it does look like Gandalf with an axe. That's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I'll be uh, doing some different things with this episode we haven't really done with the others. I'm planning on doing a blog post oh, yeah. so you can go back and look at some of the pictures that we took today and, and some of the other pictures there. But What if people see how good looking we are and it's just like it's distracting? I, I think I think it will be distracting. They'll see it and go, oh, my. Mike said, People don't take you seriously if, no, you're, if they, you're really, really good no. looking. Yeah, they don't. So let's uh, let's get into this show. All right. What are we doing? What's Stoicism? Stoicism is, I don't really want to explain the whole philosophy because... Well, then why are we going to talk about it if you're not going to explain it? Well, going through the quotes, we'll kind of get an idea how it relates to artists okay. and creatives. And I, I think Stoicism, no, nobody's ever going to be a perfect Stoic, no matter how hard they try. Well, you're going to have to give me a, a, like, at least a little brief o- overview of what that is. I mean... Okay. So I don't know what you're talking about, and yeah, I'm sure that I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think Stoicism is is like an emotionless philosophy where you just, it is what it is, and you move on, and whatever. Mm-hmm. That's you know, what I was saying. It, yeah, it's, it's a little deeper than that. Um, it's not so much that you resist the idea of emotion. It's more that you control your reaction to what happens to you, okay. if that makes any sense. Yeah. That's probably the, the easiest way for me to understand it, because we, we've all, you know, driving down the highway. It's easy to fly off the handle at some other driver and just completely lose, lose your shit in oh, your yeah. car, oh, yeah. right? Well, that didn't do anything for the other driver. They didn't hear it, right? My wife, my wife says that all the time. She's like, they don't, they don't hear you. Why are you yelling at this? Yeah. Oh, maybe they do, though, when they <laughs> well, catch yeah. the next red light and I pull up beside them. Yeah, they, they see that little finger pop up and realize, you know, you moron. But uh, you want to control your emotions because the anger really doesn't do anything for you in the long run. You know, nothing that you were able to do there just really helped, right? Right. And um, it's, it's, it's something that gets overlooked. It's an expenditure of energy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we absolutely. are all, yeah. we're just big fleshy robots that are running on fuel and mm-hmm. that thrown a fit. It's a massive expenditure of energy that is a waste. It, it's just a total waste. It, it is. Yeah. And that's, that's paramount to the philosophy is that why are you wasting energy on something that doesn't matter? Something out of your control, possibly. You know, you couldn't control that person cutting you off, which 
you've had a situation where it got really bad. Yeah. Somebody cutting you off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thankful you're here because of it, you mm-hmm. know, but I'm also a believer in fate and karma. So that person's going to get what they deserve out of that. But does that answer your question yeah. at all? I think is I, we can continue with the show now yeah. that I have some idea what okay. the hell you're talking okay. about. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it really is. When you think about it. It, it is what it is. Right. It really is. Yeah. I mean, that, that <laughs> phrase does fit in there, but you have to not take it out of context. Right. I think it's really important because a lot of people just think, you know, they just give up and they're apathetic. And that's, that's not true. You're still going to control how you react to the situation. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's the goal. You can't control your outside stimuli, but you can control how you react to it. Exactly. It goes on with, you know, even complaining is another good example. You can complain all you want in words, and that really doesn't fix anything. But you shouldn't complain in your mind either. That's a tough one. You know, when you, when you walk around the house complaining about something in your head, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop yourself. It's really hard to do. You know, you realize, I've got nothing to complain about. That's so, true. I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of things. But like I said, maybe I wanna, you got, what if you do got something to complain about? Well, it's the obstacle. Whatever you're complaining about is the obstacle, and the obstacle is the way. So you go towards the obstacle and try to figure out how to essentially fix it because that's in your control. Well, cool. It was so, a cool show. It was a cool show. We'll do this again yeah. next week. So the first, oh. <laughs> the first discussion point for artists that I want us to kind of dig into mm-hmm. is from uh, Epictetus. He's uh, a philosopher from the Hellenistic age who was a Stoic. Epictetus. Is that what we said? Epictetus. E- like epic? Epictetus. And Tetus. Is he related to Epicurus? <laughs> um, no. Are they, they were not brothers? <laughs> they were not brothers. Oh, okay. Tetus, Titus. Oh. Yeah. Curious. That's All right. <laughs> you haven't right. had a sip of beer yet, have you? No, I haven't tried it yet. No. Go ahead. While you're uh, droning right. on about whatever yeah. the fuck you're about to talk about. <laughs> I, this, I promise this all has a, has a meaning. It really does. <laughs> I'll take a all sip right. of this. So this is Epictetus. He says, when someone is properly grounded in life, they shouldn't have to look outside themselves for approval. I like that. So for artists, what I got out of that was, you know, if you're properly grounded in your art, do you like that? Is that good? Uh, with no context, I'm sure this audio <laughs> sounds very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm talking about the beer. I know, but it didn't sound like... <laughs> no, this didn't. aftertaste is, is fucking terrible. Do you think so? Oh, the aftertaste is awful. But, I love it. But, but the it, initial taste is kind of good. Yeah. I'm going to try another All one. Right. All right. Oh, if we're both going to drink at the same time. Go ahead. I'll watch. He's getting worse and worse. He's going to throw beer all over the place. I was nose. Anyway, I think when you're properly grounded as an artist, whatever it is, art, whatever art you create, you you really don't need anybody's approval to make that art. Even if people don't like it, they don't agree with it. You know, that's beyond the point. It's if you approve of it, that's the most genuine form of art that you can create. Exactly. So. This is a really good thing to to think about when you're when you're really asking yourself as you paint something and you take it to somebody else, what do you think? Should I do more of these? That's really not the question to ask. Or if you're doing photography, maybe you're a wedding photographer. I'm just going to throw this out there and I'm, I'm not picking on whatever wedding photographers mm. at all. Sounds like you're about to though. I, I know it feels like it too. If if that's not what you want to be doing, you're only doing it to chase the money and it doesn't feel genuine, 
and you're constantly asking for approval to do other things, maybe those other things are what you should be doing. Just just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. Just an idea. I'm not saying stop doing weddings and, you know, give up your career or whatever <laughs> you might be doing. It's just, you know, find find what you never have to ask for approval for and go do it. You know, that's kind of what I get out of that one. Do you agree with me on this? I think for the most part, but I will say that I, I think we say these, we say these a lot and, and we feel this way. It's like, yeah, we're, we're making things for us. It doesn't matter if anybody else likes it as long as we do and we're doing something that we believe in. But at the same time, all of these arts are visual, audio, there, there's feeling. If, if that was truly, if that was all that really mattered, when it comes down to it, then you would never need to show it to anyone. It would never matter because you would just mm. be making it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Any of this art, it does, there is a, a no matter how much we want to act like it's not a component, there is an approval that you're seeking or you wouldn't put an album out. You wouldn't, you wouldn't put something on, on Instagram. You wouldn't put something out in a gallery because mm-hmm. you want somebody to like it. You want somebody to buy it possibly. Mm-hmm. But you also want people to enjoy it, or you want people to really hate it and have a, a visceral um, reaction. That's cool too. Mm-hmm. But people's others' opinions of your art does matter. You can't say it doesn't matter. It shouldn't. It, it their opinion shouldn't deter you though. Right. If it's uh, if it's something you really believe in, something you really want to do. There's, you know, how many billion people in the world? There's somebody else out there that's going to enjoy something that you do. But but I think we lie to ourselves a lot when we say it 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 doesn't matter. We do it just for us because that's just it's just not true. It's just not, and nobody will say that. I I don't think because if you've put it in a gallery and you've put it out there or you've posted it, it's not just for you. You are you. It, it's a it's a there is a there's the buyer and the artist. Mm-hmm. There's the musician and the audience, and one does not really exist without the other one. Not when you start creating. If I, if it was just shirts solely for me, then the stuff that I make in in the studio or in my home studio or go, then I would never play it for anyone. It would just be for me, and it wouldn't matter what somebody else thought. Right, and that's a lie. Right, but you're getting into the area of tribe. Also, if if you make the art without approval from anybody, you mm-hmm. know you're already genuine. You're already doing what you love right. to do. You're kind of at a place where you want to find people who agree with your own approval not necessarily giving you the approval to make it. Right. Let's think about this in music. There's a lot of people who are polarizing on Iron Maiden as a band, mm-hmm. the kind of music the music they make. And you probably remember from the 80s, it was like the band to attack if they were to play anywhere because everybody thought that they were evil. Yeah, there was some of that. And it's like... You know, at some at some point, they had to make the music that that they felt they were already giving themselves approval to make, mm-hmm. and they didn't care anymore if anybody liked it. And that's kind of the punk aspect of it. You know, it's like I don't care. I'm going to make the music I want to make. But but did they? Did they not care? I mean, they've made. Well, they cared. They're they kind of like ACDC in in the way that there's a like you can tell a Maiden song instantly. They don't really yeah. drift too far from their yeah formula that they do, but. Um, but they found their tribe, and, and their and their tribe is very strong. Stuff. Right, the people who love them love them, and people who hate them hate them. I mean, that's why I say it's really polarizing. 
That's what I'm going in with here. Mm-hmm. They, they found their tribe, and their tribe is actually, to me, stronger because they're genuine, genuine doing, genuinely doing what they love to do as creatives. Right. And, and they already approved of what they were doing. They weren't asking anybody for approval, I don't think. I mean, I don't know for sure. No, but they, they weren't purposely putting something out that they thought most people would hate because you can't make a living doing that. Yeah. You assume when you do something that since you like it, somebody else is going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was digging into my bag. <laughs> Man, this... My camera yeah, bag. A lot of this without context is just terrible. Man, know, that's a right? big lens. It is a big lens. It's a, it's a good lens. So, remember the last episode, I went crazy with my, my, my shots firing. Yeah. I did get a... I, I got me a new camera. So, you know. You had to have it. I had to have it. It's, we spent a whole... We spent several episodes on how gear doesn't matter. And, I and still then you go gear. right out and you just have to have another I camera. know. It's just crazy. So I'm trying, trying desperately to maintain the show pace mm-hmm. while I am trying. Well, that's not going real <laughs> also, well. Also, <laughs> you don't think so? No, not the pacing. Just we were in the middle of a conversation, and, and I now just you grabbed fucked like, around and grabbed this camera. I gotta grab my stuff. I just, hey, you know what? Let's do the episode. If I, if I didn't have that on my camera lens up there, I would have got more use out of the light we had. Huh. I'm so stupid. I didn't realize that was on there. Well, you're a professional. No, no I'm not. I'm a damn it, Jim. I'm a painter, not a photographer. Anyway, number number two on this topic of discussion because oh, yeah. we're we're moving along. We we got a lot Let's going on. So I gotta go sleep. I would <laughs> I would like if you are listening and and you relate some of this, or if you're a stoic yourself and you uh, want to discuss this further, you know, let me know. Just send me a. I'll, I'll put stuff in the show notes. You can you can uh, send me hate mail, whatever you want to do, or uh, or whatever. But I think this is a really important episode. I really do. I just do. Did I, did I send that out there enough? Mm-hmm. Okay. Zeno, the next one. He's kind of the father of Stoicism. Man conquers the world by conquering himself. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the quote. Oh, <laughs> and? <laughs> I'm saying where you're is, going with this. Is there more? Is there more? Our own self-doubt as creatives defeats us more in our mind than the actual physical act of making something and putting it out there. I truly believe that. <laughs> I ain't had enough to drink to be this philosophical yet, and you're giving me this look like, okay, go on with it. I want to hear this. You know, do it. You know? So, mm-hmm. and I, I really didn't, honestly, when I planned this show, I didn't really plan how I was going to answer these relationships, but I'm trying to stay true to myself and how I feel about my own art. But I, I think all of us have self-doubt, and we start to put this stuff out there, and and by conquering that self-doubt it's easier to deal with criticism it's easier to deal with when someone says oh your work sucks you shouldn't be doing this again you're 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 not asking for approval you're putting the work out there to find the people who like your work and by conquering yourself first it'll be easier to conquer the world because if you got there and the the world's going to know you're weak they're going to know that you're not into it you're only doing it for the money you're only doing it for approval. This these all kind of play together. I well, think. yeah, it's ninety percent perseverance and ten percent talent. I mean, I think so. Oh yeah, go on. I'm I'm interested in what you have to say there. It don't seem like it. I, I, it seems like you want to stroke your cam, camera. Trying, I know. It's not. <laughs> I mean, going on on what you said, it's just so. I mean, it's like the quote. Yeah, you know, conquering yourself is. I mean, it's just so obvious. It just doesn't even need to be said. 
for some it does though, because I, I, I get it all the time. I hear people saying, yeah, but I'm, I'm not as good as you are. You know, when it comes to a camera, a brush, it doesn't matter. Or music, it, you know, we all start from the beginning. Everybody does. We do, but some people just can't, it, they can't get out of their own way. Sure. I, I gotcha. And some people just don't have any rhythm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't be some, drummers. <laughs> some people don't have an eye. This is very distracting. I know. <laughs> oh, I got the timer on too. Dang it. Man. Dang it, man. Dang it. Man, this picture taking thing, this is uh, really working out well for you, Michael. I know. It's like, you know, <laughs> it still sounds good, doesn't it? That looks so much better than the one I took last Does week it? of you. Yeah. See there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I look like a goof. So I'm, I'm going to derail us for a second. I think that, that train think, has done think, left the tracks. Really? It, okay. I, my brain's going. A thousand different directions. Because but that's why a lot of people don't. of art. That's, that's why what we're doing right people now. Don't, like meta. That's why people <laughs> don't take the next step because they can't conquer that fear or they are afraid of, of criticism. That's why people don't like public speaking. They're afraid of making a mistake. They're afraid people will laugh at them or they're afraid people won't laugh at them. Yeah. They're scared of what might happen. Yep. I mean, yeah, once you conquer that and you realize it's not the end of the world, no matter who, if you imagine the worst case scenario, if you put out, a piece of art in whatever medium that you're doing and you put it out and you show it to someone, the worst thing that can happen, the worst thing someone can say, the worst way someone can make you feel about it, it's really not that, it's really not that big a deal. It's not. It really isn't. It's but not. it crushes people. Yeah. Primarily people who are just getting started get crushed. When someone says, oh, that's not good, you know, it doesn't mean you're not going to get better, Right. I mean, maybe, certainly, maybe you're, not. certainly I mean, you're a better bass player today than you were when you picked up the bass. Maybe I mean, it's marginal. Subjective. <laughs> I was playing a lot more than I was trying a lot harder. Well, the pandemic got you away from it. I don't know. I don't know. Are you vibing this at all? Are mm-hmm. you feeling like, you know, I mean, even everybody listening, is it, it kind of has, stoicism is not something you're just going to pick up and learn right away. It's not like a series of rules. It's a philosophy. It's a way of living. It's a way of thinking to yourself, kind of meditating on your thoughts of how to improve yourself. And you don't have to explain it to anybody. You don't have to give them a, a reason for why you're doing it or what it means because it does, it's gray. It's a gray area. Even as I was discussing at the beginning of the show, my view of stoicism is maybe a little different than somebody else because I'm learning. And that's the goal. You're constantly learning. You're, you're never going to be a perfect stoic. Just like you're never going to be a perfect artist. There's always going to be something to improve on. I, I truly believe that. I really do. So again, conquering yourself, you know, going through and trying to improve yourself to a level that appeals to you the most is what matters. Mm-hmm. The, the world's going to follow. Um, I read something earlier this week. Somebody was, they tweeted out something to the effect of, why follow your dreams when everybody kills them? You know, and I, I thought, wow, that's, that's a good question. I mean, if, if, if you're not ready to be told your dreams don't matter, then maybe, you know, there's all kinds of questions there rise up. But I, I you also... You need some wind. I think it's hard to get off the ground without a mentor or somebody close, somebody that you respect, a teacher, uh, any of those things that sees, that sees in you what you think you might see or feel. And yeah, if you don't all, have that, man, it's hard to, yeah. you, we don't exist in a vacuum. And, and not all teachers are like that. Some teachers no, are just brutal. No, and, 
And there's nothing wrong with um, being honest. And sometimes honesty is is ugly thing. But if somebody's got, if somebody actually has has an eye and they're seeing something, or they're creating something, or they're doing something, and it's there, whether their mentor, their teacher, whatever, whether they're on board with a hundred percent or not, you can tell if if somebody's got it or if they don't. If it, if it speaks to you, at least in your opinion, if it speaks to you, and I think you have to be careful not to not to blow that flame out with too much negativity. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's your snuff, responsibility yeah, yeah. as an artist. Snuff but it out, at know. the same time, somebody really, if you think somebody really sucks and the stuff that they're doing really sucks, I mean, it's okay to say, hey, I don't get that. That's, I don't get it. It's not my thing. I don't I don't see it, but if right. if you really feel strong about this is what you, what you want to do, that's what you should do. But you don't have to like everything, and you have to recognize that everybody doesn't have to like anything, everything too. As an artist, mm-hmm. not everybody wants the Norman Rockwell pictures. Not everybody wants big pictures of right. of uh, right. bottles in their living room. It's so. I think that's where that comes down to it. And as far as as it pertains to this stoicism, yeah, you have to control how much of that you're going to react to. You're going how much you're going to listen, listen to that, and let it permeate into your the back of your mind. If it's if it does that and it controls your art, it's it's wrong and that should not be. But sometimes you can use that and you can build that up and you can explode that onto the page, onto the canvas, onto the tape. I mean. To me, that's when, as you're describing stoicism, yeah, an artist, I think, needs that in their everyday life mm-hmm. to hold that in so they have that energy inside so they can explode onto the canvas because that's where, that's where the emotion needs to be spent, not, not with people's opinions or everyday life. And I mean, yeah, I, yeah. we have that. We have a, um, an outlet to express that stuff that that these you know civilians out here as i look at it don't have they can't do that they can't yeah not everybody sees like you not everybody hears like you right you know tastes like you if you're a chef right you know you have a uh, you have a means to uh, express your anger your fears your love that other people don't other people just have to use verbal communication or hugs mm-hmm. or you know punching the wall right we don't have to do that. We have another, we have that gift. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. I, I discovered a guy, I, I wish I had his name. His first name is Mike. I don't know his last name. He's a Canadian. Stupid name. We're off to a I know, bad start already. I know. He, um, is it short for Michael? Well, probably. Oh, that's even worse. He has a, uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and plug his channel because I, I think he's pretty interesting. Um, and it makes me think of this man conquers the world by conquering himself. He, let me give you a brief idea of who he is. Um, he has a terrible time with public speaking, terrible, mm-hmm. right? And he decided that one day he was going to try to conquer his fears. He started a channel. If you look it up on YouTube, it's called Fearless and Far. Uh, I, I highly recommend checking him out. He goes all over the world and just does things that essentially helps him get through his fears and he's really good at talking to the camera. Really? Now keep in mind, this guy, you know, I watched one of his videos. He talked about how just introducing himself took him like 48 takes <laughs> to, to say it right in the camera because he was just so nervous and 
couldn't get it out, and, and his videos were terrible in the beginning, but he continued. And his show, his YouTube channel has evolved from uh, what he called, I think, uh, I don't recall it ex exactly. It was something to the effect of um, leaving the grind or something. I can't remember what he called it in, in the original days, uh, like nine years ago. Mm -hmm. But he's got almost a million subscribers now. Wow. I'd really like to see him go over that. I discovered him, you know, like I say, last week, week before, something like that. And uh, it really, I discovered him through the camera because I was looking for other people who use Sony cameras to to do what they do and document life and do their thing. And that's that's how I found him. But he he conquered those fears. And he had a teacher early on that made him get up in front of his class and explain in French because he was little, <laughs> they were in French class. And he was like fourth grade, again, Canadian. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But he um, really was in a, a foul mood. His, his hamster died, and he didn't want to discuss it. And he was <laughs> backward about it. You know, fourth grader, you know, a little kid, you know. Yeah. His teacher was kind of an ass about it. And she made him stand up in front of everybody and explain in French what happened when he didn't want to. To some degree, and I'm going to pick on him here a little bit, he let that into his head too much and allow it to conquer him. This is where the stoic comes in, but I'm, I'm not expecting a fourth grader to understand stoic, stoicism at all. Right. I mean, it's, it's a growth thing. It really and is. And you don't have the tools to, to put things in perspective. No, you don't. You don't. And we all have that. And I think all of us have childhood memories that really fuck us up mm -hmm. and really put us in a place where we, am I boring you? No. I, <laughs> you know I've been up. I, had to I haven't been I had to yet, throw man. that out there. I know, I know, I know. Um, the schedule's got me fucked. Anyway, fearless and far. He, uh, I'll make this quick so you don't have to fall asleep late for that. <laughs> he, uh, he explained that, but he went out and did this. And <laughs> oh shoot! He, threw me <laughs> he did it, folks. Seven, 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 twenty minutes. I don't know. Thirty minutes into the show, he, he, he got me. He got me there. <laughs> rapid fire. There's nothing <laughs> rapid fire about this. Anyway, great channel. He's doing his thing, mm -hmm. and he got picked up. Uh, he's got an actual national show on the Weather Channel. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really cool. He gets to talk to people and show them adventures in life, and it's just, it's really fantastic. From a cat who was scared to death to yeah. talk to anybody Yeah, nine years ago. Yeah, say? he's been all over the place. He's, That's you know, cool. Uh, just every, it seems like every country. He's been in Russia, Germany, uh, United States, obviously, Mexico, uh, just going around doing his thing and just, conquering his fears so he was uh the latest episode that i can think of that i just watched i think it's it's new he was at a place in i think around turkey or something like that called satan's castle and he was trying to camp overnight and shots were fired at him i'm, I'm not gonna ruin the the, the whole video for wow. you but shots were fired at him and you know he it was scary scary for him he's out in the middle of the the wilderness you know up on the mountains and in this old castle ruin um trying to camp and he's got people shooting at him so crazy wow and he's filming it you know that's pretty cool i really dig it but uh, he's he's conquering himself he's going to conquer the world because of it yeah you know and if he just let that, let that keep him scared his whole life he never would have accomplished what he's yeah, accomplished exactly all right so the last one in this main topic uh of the show i think this is a really good one too mm -hmm. If you want to improve, be content to be thought foolish and stupid. That's another quote by Epictetus. I can't tell you enough that when we pick up a bass guitar for the first time, you're going to look foolish. Mm -hmm. 
you're not going to be able to play anything. When you pick up a new language, you're going to look foolish. When you pick up a new hobby, it's going to look foolish. You're just not going to be good right off the bat. And you have to be willing to take that in the beginning so that you can improve. Yeah, without a doubt. And that, that's a, I think that's a really important, for this show, I think it's a really important aspect to Stoicism thought applied to artists. It's, it's key. When I first started doing a show, I thought, what is it that I want to improve? And I don't care that I'm going to put this stuff out on the internet and, and my, my vocals and all these other things. I, I thought I had a terrible voice. I hated my voice my entire life. Yeah, and you're I'm, doing voiceovers. I'm doing voiceovers and just having a good time, having fun. People like my voice. I still don't, but I'm not a big fan. But yeah, here I, we are. yeah, yeah. It's it's just a thing. Because <laughs> um, I can't sing for anything. If I tried to sing, it's horrible. It, that's why I chose drums. But I this is episode 75, so I thought for sure we would be done after maybe three or four episodes and think, right. okay, that was fun. It was worth trying and. I like to think we evolved. Our regulars here on the show keep coming back and they listen. And I, I appreciate every single one of you. I really do. But I started this show essentially to be a better listener. And I know I talk a lot. I, I do. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that sometimes, even cutting you off, sometimes I get so much more out of the conversation by hearing what you're saying versus just talking about a topic. Yeah. And it's so much better to communicate that way because overall, and the stuff that I want to do as a creative, it's very important to me to be able to sit down with somebody and connect right away and learn. Try to learn something about them, whether they're from a different country, they're from the other side of the street. It doesn't matter. I want to have a better connection with somebody through conversation that leads to me having a better understanding of what the world wants in art. And that's that's really the whole, whole spiel there. I didn't expect to go that direction with this, but, you know. Um, did, how do you, how do you feel about, I'm, I'm sure you've been on stage before and felt foolish and stupid. Oh yeah. You know, lots you, of times you have a story on it uh, that you can share you put me on the spot. Um, I, I like to, that's what I do. And I want to drink uh, and I can't drink if I'm talking. <laughs> I just can't think of anything in particular now, but I mean, there's been plenty of times where you've had things go wrong or you've hit the wrong note or you've sang the wrong lyric. And I mean, I forgot the lyrics to, to, uh, war pigs one time. Why, you know, I'm a fair, I'm like, I've totally sung the wrong verse and I can't remember the next thing. I mean, yeah. and I mean, there's no net. You're just standing up. Fans, fans know that stuff. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the rough part. part. Of the reason why I don't try to sing covers because yeah. I can, if I mess up one of my own lyrics, nobody really notices. But but you just, you're just like, <laughs> man, what a boob. Who messes up? <laughs> boob. <laughs> who, who messes up Black Sabbath, you know, yeah. or, or yeah. something like that. It's like, you feel dumb, but. Yeah. It is what it is. You learn like from you it, said. right? You improved? Yeah. Well, not really. I just, <laughs> I learned not to no, do Black Sabbath. No, I don't think so. I just, I, I, got I don't have a good memory. Yeah. And it's getting worse, but. Well, you're old. Yeah, I know. I got a good long-term memory. Yeah. But my short-term memory shot. Yeah. Our eyesight's getting bad, too. I noticed you, you were looking at stuff through the top of your glasses. Yeah, and I need my glasses like, off to see anything closer than, right. than two feet, and right. I need my glasses to see anything farther than three feet. Right. Do you, do you have bifocals yet? Fuck no. I can't really? see with those. That would drive me nuts. Well, see, I have bifocals right now, and I still have to look over the top to see even better because it's like this is just yeah, – I hate yeah. getting old, man. I just hate it. Yeah. I wish I – It's wish too I was, late for me to die before I get old. 
Yeah. It's going to be the name of my totally, second album. Totally get that. That's, that's a really good one. I like that. All right. We have reached the segment of the show where I like to refer to as last call and give everyone listening enough time to finish that drink or grab another one. Did you notice I got rid of rapid fire? Uh, well, no, I didn't notice because it's not over yet. It's it's not, but I'm I'm not rapid doing fire. rapid fire anymore. Why not? Because we're never rapid about it. <laughs> I mean, ever. It's like, rabbit fire. And he goes on and Whatever. on and on what if and the on. Fans, what if the fans demand it? But it's last call. We're at the bar, right? That's the whole idea. Two artists yeah, walk into and, a bar and we uh, have a drink. We talk yeah. about art. We talk about shop. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we fix the world's problems in an hour and we leave. Yeah. Well, how many times have you ever been at a bar and heard last call and saw everybody rush the door? You normally have to turn lights on. It takes forever and you can't get anybody out. So last call is perfect for a long, drawn out rapid fire. Well, I mean, we can make a rapid if you want to make a rapid. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. I have a, I have, a, <laughs> I have a, uh, a bonus quote from a very famous stoic. Are you serious? Very famous, Man, yes. I'm excited to hear who it is. Marcus Aurelius. Oh, that guy was badass. He was a badass. He was the best. I think he was the best emperor of Rome, honestly. And this quote really kind of sums up what I feel about how artists can think about stoicism in their daily lives. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. It's really Lay simple. It Lay it on me. You have to assemble yourself action by action. You're never going to be the artist you want to be if you don't take action and build on that action and continually learn to build on that action. Mm-hmm. Momentum. We talked about momentum. Absolutely. Totally. By not taking action, you're never going to be, you have to do the thing to be the thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, let's get deeper. Let's dig into this. Let's do it. I even have a note here that says, go deep into the discussion. But. <laughs> oh, Jesus. See, there's something wrong with that. But, know, pull, pull the onions. But the action. <laughs> you do onion. build yourself action by action. And you either tear yourself down by one of the actions or you build on it. And as I said, that's why it's hard to get anywhere if all you're getting is negative feedback. Yeah. And you can build on. If you get a little bit of positivity and you go home and then you think, okay, every, I've done six things that everybody thought sucked, but I did, did one that somebody really liked. Man, that's good. That, it, you, get, you get validated. There's, you do. That, you get, that is something you can build on. And again, not to disagree with the whole point of your, your the whole point that you're trying to make is <laughs> you have, it, here, we go, here we go. Here we go. This is why it's not rapid fire. He's going to disagree with me. No, me. it's hard. It is hard. What is this stoicism shit? Why are you doing this? This is not right. Let's talk about art. I think it's more about re- resilientism, stoicism, <laughs> resilientism. Then so you have to be able to painterism, <laughs> musicianism. If if you don't have any anything positive pushing you, it's just really. It, it, I'm not saying it's insurmountable, but fuck, it's hard. It is hard. It is hard. But at the same time, as a stoic, if you can learn to put yourself in that bad situation, that difficult situation, it becomes an obstacle. Mm -hmm. And you realize, I can do this. I can do whatever I want. I don't need approval. I don't need somebody to tell me that this art is good. Mm -hmm. And you just go do it because it's what moves you to make art. Somebody listening, I know, is sitting there thinking to themselves, I really want to paint this one thing, but I don't know that the world's going to want it. 
that in and of itself is the reason you need to put yourself out there in a scary situation and do it anyway. Definitely. Couldn't agree you know, more. You, you got to get out there and just do it because you'll never know. And I'm going to butcher this really bad, but in Stoicism, memento memore or something like that <laughs> means that, you know, you, we look at death. You need to be living every day as though you're going to die today. Mm -hmm. And if you put it off thinking I'll do it tomorrow, tomorrow may never come. So do it now. I mean, really, you put people first. That, that, that's paramount to being a stoic. Put people first. Don't worry about your own emotion. Don't worry about how bad things might be because there is no good or bad in stoicism. Stoicism is all about learning how to live with what you have, learning how to deal with the hand that fate gave you, and learning how to say, this is how I'm going to approach my life as a creative, as a person, as anything. Mm -hmm. You know, a parent, not a parent, <laughs> I don't care. I, I really feel like Stoicism has a huge kind of a, I can't even find the right word. I, I think it's just really good for people to, to ground themselves. Stoicism in and of itself, if you're content with your life and you're doing things and you, you deal with the problems, you deal with the negativity, you deal with the fact, like, like you said, um, you need positivity in your life, maybe you don't get any. Maybe everybody's against you, mm -hmm. and you sh it, it feels like you shouldn't make that art, but it's what you want to do, and it feels right to you, then as a Stoic, nothing else matters, because you're going to die one day, and you push forward and say, I'm going to do this because it's really important to me, and everyone's going to have to understand this, and me as, a, as an artist, I look at that and say, well, if nobody cares, then nobody's going to be part of it. Let me, let me explain that. If the people close to me can't respect my time and can't respect my drive, then they're going to have to understand that this drive and respect for myself trumps everything they throw my way. They're just going to have to live with it. Mm -hmm. They're just going to have to live with it. There's no way around it. And that, that's a hard concept for a lot of people because they, they let everyone around them kind of dictate how things are going. You let social media dictate what you're doing. You compare yourself with others. We've, we've talked about this over and over. It's very important that you really kind of jump into this and say, I'm going to be the artist I want to be because it's important to me. I've done a lot of talking in this episode. I feel like you've got something in there. You're holding on to it. I know you're tired. You haven't. No, I agree with you on that though. But I mean, I, and that's the problem. We agree too much on the show. <laughs> so you should. When be it a comes stoic. down to <laughs> when it when it when it comes down to that, then yes. If if you believe in it, you have to shut out all this outside thing, and you have to soldier on. Yeah. And you have to stay the course, and any other cliche I can think of. And you can't let that creep into you have to make the art that you want to make absolutely I, I agree with that but i i'll as i said it's hard to it's hard to continue and it's hard to improve if if you feel like you're the only one that is uh that believes in what you're doing yeah yeah, yeah. i totally get that this is the part of the show when you and i need to really sit back and think to ourselves what value are we giving the listener because 
they've spent this much time listening to the show. And yeah, it's just a couple guys drinking and talking on, you know, a recording and, and we put it out there. The hope is, is that somebody out there is, is create, creating what they want to create. And if they want to try something different or they want to do something that everyone around them is telling them is crazy, yep. they believe in it. They should do it. I totally agree with that. We can be that wind that, that they're not getting from anywhere else. We can be that positivity. That, yeah, you are doing something that, that you believe in, then it's worth something. It's worth doing. It doesn't matter if somebody else likes it. You're very distracting with your I little know. camera thing. I know. I thought she was going to get one that made a good noise. That noise is terrible. I know. It's not, not, as, not as hammering as the other one, is it? If you listen really close, listen. <laughs> I think it's it sounds really good. There's a silent mode too, but I fuck silent. You I don't like care. that? You like that noise? That's I do. Visceral. I do. There's no mirror in this camera. It's mirrorless. <laughs> what do you need a mirror for? Because that's how it used to be. That's why the the lens mount changed. It's it's uh close. There's there's no mirror, so they can move it closer hmm. and just get more light. I just don't care. Honestly. I I love it. It's a modern technology. See, oh, that's cool. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, your other camera had that. Not yeah. really. I mean, it was it had live view. It, the mirror stayed up, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. Go off on a tangent. So, what do you think? How do you feel? What do you want everyone to take away from this episode, Mike? That's tough. That's tough for me because well, this this we'll episode fuck that. Fuck was whatever. What are you taking away? From I'm, this that's episode? what I'm trying to get out. Well, say it. This this episode was kind of personal for me. Mm-hmm. This week was very hard for me. It was a difficult week. Uh, I spent last weekend preparing for a new week. My my mindset was, if I do this, then when I start next week, I'll be all ready to go. Within hours, literally within hours of me having everything ready to go. And I worked, I worked for a good 24 hours preparing for that start. Within hours of me completing, everything changed. The fate had dealt me a hand that said, you know, I know you got these plans, but fuck your plans. This this is happening. Somebody needs your help. Again, put people first. Uh, somebody else needs your help. Put people first. Yes, your art's important to you, but you're putting people first. Right. And your art, it'll be there tomorrow. Will it? Because I might die today. <laughs> right? But I've created art. I've done my thing. You know, if if, if I leave this world tomorrow then I've created something that people can remember how I created it. And it dawned on me that I haven't done my best work yet and I need to continually get better to do my thing Yeah, and continually do better at listening to others and being there for people and being a better human being overall, well beyond just being Mike from Ohio who makes a painting of this cocktail or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's, it's beyond that. I want to serve my clientele, the people who support me. I want to do a better job at making art that people want to see, but at the same time be true to me because I'm making the art that I want to make. And this whole week was shot completely. I was able to create, don't get me wrong. Um, I also, my, my, my regular job gets in the way a lot more than I want it to. Mm-hmm. 
so much so that it's, it's very irritating because, you know, and I was, have I lost my philosophy? Have I lost the idea of stoicism? Have I not really paid attention to what I believe in? And maybe that's why my art isn't where I want it to be today hmm. because I've kind of let it all go aside and I've let the world completely run my life when I'm totally in control because I lost control. That's, that's the thing. I lost control and I realized that's the problem. I've lost control of my own emotions and it's costing me everything because I'm going to die tomorrow or I'm going to die next week or I'm going to die next year. None of us know. So you better start living life as if you're going to die tomorrow or today. It will be true. Yeah. It, It may hurt for a minute. We don't know what the other side provides, if there's anything at all. And some people would just really get into our conversation here, but I, I think it's paramount more for creatives than anybody else that you realize that you have a legacy to leave. Your music, I'm talking to you directly, Paul, your music is going to live on beyond you. Mm-hmm. You've had... A couple of things this year that really are a reminder that death happens. Yeah. And um, bad reminders. Things that get into your head a little bit and they're tough to deal with. And I think everybody has that. But I'm thinking in your situation, I haven't had those situations this year. Not twice. You know? Right. Not like you've had. And yours were close. Right. What, a month apart, maybe? Yeah. Just about. Um, and then four years ago, you had your motorcycle crash. Mm-hmm. That could have easily ended in the, the end. Yeah. And that changed a lot. That changed a lot about how I view life and how right. I approach life. Because I just, yep. every day since uh, uh, June 17th, the 17th, yeah, I think it's 17th of, uh, of 17th, June 16th of 17th what is i always get those right that number dyslexia gets you but it's just it's bonus days just a little hit my head just a little bit harder on the road i mean not i mean we're talking fraction of an inch yeah or a millimeter if you're in the metric system uh it's (laughs) it could have my head could have cracked open like an egg man and i mean it could have been all over we wouldn't be having this discussion somebody else would be sitting there having this i wouldn't have the show I honestly wouldn't. I would not have a show without you. I wouldn't. You never know. That might have opened up the spot where you would have met, you you know. Well, you might want to think that way, but I remember our first show, uh, episode one. Oh, really? That was the first, the first show was episode one. That's, man, (laughs) that worked out. It did work out really well. You were, (laughs) you were the guest and it was, I'm just going to talk to artists and in your, you know, you're perfect for this. Let's get started on this. And I thought it was funny that you didn't like alcohol, so um, I was going to, over over the period of the next 75 episodes, turn you into al- yeah. a Sunday alcoholic. It's worked pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was kind of one of them things where I just felt, thought to myself, you know, hey, let's, I need you, you know? And it worked out, and, and everything kind of came, came together, and I, I appreciate that you come in on these shows and, and do your thing with me, but... It's important for creatives to understand that there's an evolution to your work. 
you know, what, what seems right today may be just a stepping stone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You have so much more to give as a creative than what you're doing right now. There, there's a lot in there. You're going to learn more. You're going to Well, your taste things. is going to change too. I think yeah, that's, yeah. that's the biggest thing. It's yeah. like you see, you see uh, the artists evolve and some and sometimes they gain new fans because of that new people appreciate this period that they went through other people don't they don't like they liked what they did before mm-hmm. you see that in all mediums it's yeah. like i really like this and that i yeah. hate, i hate this new album i i didn't like the old album but i really started to get into it since they've gotten more edgy or whatever but you're going to evolve people evolve your way of thinking is different there's things right now that that ways that you see the world and things that you think about that is very solid and grounded right now but in 10 years with new information new experiences Mm -hmm. if if you allow yourself to learn and and evolve and and change it will certain things won't certain things will be constant in your life certain values will always be that but some things won't Mm -hmm. some that is human nature things change we are it's it's uh it's just the circle of life man it's a constant evolution and i i can't stress this enough i really think if if you're listening you know you you don't know what stoicism is start looking into it i I think it really can ground you on a way of, of of just really putting things in perspective it really can i lost perspective i've been like i said i've been a stoic for many years and it's um, it's one of the things I just forgot. What you wait and you wasted energy on what? Nothing. Yeah, nothing absolutely nothing. You. It didn't yeah. help you. It didn't help your family. No, it didn't help you personally, and it didn't advance your art. So, no. what was the point it, in all in, that? In a lot of ways, it it took me back. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was two steps backwards instead of one step forward. You know, we seen the new uh, Time to Die or No Time to Die 007 movie. I actually almost watched that. Very recently. I watched it. Was it good? I liked it. I also hated it. There's a lot of reasons why I'm not going to express Just it tell here. tell me this. Because... So I like Daniel Craig as James Bond. Yeah. And I hear that uh, Henry uh, Cable is going to be the new Bond. I think that could be pretty awesome. Yeah, there will be a new Bond. This is uh, Daniel Craig's last. So he did three? Contractual. Four. four. There's four of them? Yeah. Casino Royale. I don't have them in front of me. Qu- Casino Qu- Royale. Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Uh, no time to die, obviously, and then the other one. <laughs> what? That's what I'm saying. What? No, there was there was another one in there. Um, this one closes out the whole Spectra um, thing. You know the how Spectra was involved in so much. This this particular episode really really cut that into I got you. place. Well, I'll check it out, and I look forward to seeing it. But but what I was getting at is the one thing, and I, like I said, I like Daniel Craig as James Bond. I like the I like how there has been a big emphasis on parkour, and yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's cool. It's yeah. visually uh, inter- interesting. But James Bond's always been about gadgets, and there's been there's never any gadgets in the. This Daniel is Craig. full. Of, it, honestly, I will say this movie is very old timey James Bond. Okay, you know you got the you got the villain on the island. You got the you know the Doctor Evil type, right? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and there's gadgets. There's coming. gadgets. Okay. Yeah, the the old uh, Aston Martin with the cool shit on it yeah. is in this, and and there's action. It's it's a little slower paced than the other ones in terms of action, in my opinion. 
but mm. it's also very much there's a love story in there. There's a there's a conflict. There's who's there's, your favorite Bond? I think Daniel Craig is honestly really yeah yeah. So I mean, what what movie is your favorite Bond movie of all time? Casino Royale. I can watch that one over and over really? and over. Yeah, I can. Um, I like Goldfinger. Skyfall. That's the other one. Skyfall, yes. Thank you. And that's one of my favorites, too. I, I don't know why I can remember that. That one's a good one because that was the last one with Judy Dench. Um, Dame. Yeah. Judy Dame Dench. Judy Vitt. Uh, Did she yeah. pass away? No. Oh, okay. I don't believe so. Yeah, you got me questioning that. Today is, re- we're recording this on Remembrance Day for Britain, by the way. Oh, yeah. I was so terrified. Terrified is probably not the right word, but I woke up today and I, I one of the things I do. On you the, forgot on the, Remembrance Day? <laughs> no, oh. no, no. Um, as, as usual, one of the first things I do when I wake up is I, I check the news on my phone, right? I looked at, I look at news, just whatever's going on. And I know you're not an Apple user, so I'm not going to try to explain how it works. Fucking Apple, don't get me started. I know. Bricked my phone. But I was Suckers. I was worried because I saw the Duchess of Cambridge in in black. I saw all these royals oh, in you, black. You thought something happened to Elton John? That'd be terrible. And the first thing I read was <laughs> right. First thing I read was that the uh, the Queen wasn't present. I thought the Queen died. You know. And I, I know, I, know fo- I don't follow the queen. I know it doesn't. We came over here to get rid of the monarchy. I understand that. And I, I totally, totally get the idea that it's not really our politics and everything, but she is the oldest living and oldest, uh, in, in terms of reign monarch on the planet. Right. Mm-hmm. And I very much respect my friends on the other side of the pond. Mm-hmm. I really do. It, oh, yeah. I know we celebrate treason day here, but, um, <laughs> Anyway, oh, um, you know, we, we can't, we can't help it that our, our form of government right now is just a little bit jacked up, but well, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, Needless to say, I found out today was what they call remembrance days. It's uh it's a time to remember the, it's like our Memorial day is what it boils down to. So that's mm-hmm. what that was all about. But she, she is still recovering from, um, ailments. I, I believe her, she has a strained back is what they're still telling everybody. Um, I don't know. She's relatively up there in years. I, you know, it's, we're going to see it in our lifetime. I'm sure, you know, at any rate, a friend of mine said we should record this whole episode in the woods today, but it's fucking cold. Oh yeah. Your friend is is a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah. Tony just doesn't get it. I'm just, I'm just going to call him out right then and there. Tony, the Tony I know. Tony. H. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we won't give away everything because then everybody got him find him and, and give him harassment yeah. and everything. But but Tony, does, he, yeah. does Tony listen to the show? He does. I knew Tony before I knew Tony. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he used to come in buy plumbing supplies off of me at my old job. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, and he'd talk about you our gave place him the pipe, point. did you? I laid the pipe to Tony. <laughs> now we're getting out of hand. We're like a we're like in a bar. He's a good guy. This is this is how it goes. So, all right, then. I think we got enough. I'm going home to try to take a nap. Then I'm yeah, getting some chicken you should, wings. You should take a nap. I would come out and hang out with you later, but um, That's I your am, dick. <laughs> I am, and I may still, but I got some things to uh, do. You're gonna have to. Uh, I know. I still. You I'm ain't gonna be able to leave. Yeah, I'm double fisting it. 
I still got whiskey today. Beer before liquor makes you sicker, but we had liquor upstairs, and now I'm down here, and I'm drinking beer, so I'm all good. I'm yeah, going to drink your, liquor. What's your rhyme now? Whatever beer in hand yeah. makes me the man. Yeah. <laughs> the one in my right is already tight. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I got too much alcohol in me. Anyway, share this episode, subscribe if you're not already, and I'd love for you to leave us a review. I'm thankful for all of you listening who shared your time with us. I sincerely hope this episode got you thinking about your own creative journey. Paul, thank you for being here. Give me a give me a big old cheers. Yeah. He's not gonna drink anymore. I guess I'll take a little sip. Fuck it. Until next time, may your drinks be tasty and your muse thirsty. I'm trying to be stoic. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't. That's how I started the episode off. Very stoic. And yeah, then you, you pissed me yeah, off. And then yeah. I had to call you out on your bullshit. Well, my my cigars weren't good. and I couldn't, couldn't do the things I wanted to do. We got a lot accomplished. Click today. on the link below if you think Mike and I should uh, wrestle for one of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'm trying to be serious. Yeah. All, all right. kinds of noise going on in the headphones again. Yeah, it happens. That's weird. I'm just all glad right. I got to do this. Me too. We'll see you later. <laughs>